Howdy, howdy, howdy. This is uh, Coffee Conversations with Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. Welcome to another week. And we have uh, a very special, uh, very special day today. Um, we are recording on November 11th, uh, 2021. Can you believe it's the 2021? No. Only for like another month <laughs> or so. But uh, tomorrow on the 12th, we will celebrate uh, one year, uh, the anniversary, one year of our first podcast of Coffee Conversations. And who would have thought yeah. it this, would last Woo! this long? <laughs> <laughs> We're still here. People are still listening. So hey, God, God bless you guys. It's been it's been a fun it's been a fun ride so far. Mm-hmm. So what's uh, have you had a, had a highlight of, of of year one? Of year one, I'm just impressed that you're really good at doing the the technical aspect, and all I have to do <laughs> is just sit here just, and talk. <laughs> just sit there and show up. Hey, you know. So that's really good, and it, I think our conversations have been really good. Yeah, um, I've enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a kind of a bright spot in the week, and and hey, we get to share that with other people. And as we're growing and processing, we get to invite in t- other people into the the growing and processing of uh, of our lives. And yeah, it's been great. We've had listeners from from all over the world. Really, I was looking yeah. at the uh, at the uh, some of the stats and. We've had people in, in Colorado, all over the country. I know, and that some of those might be parishioners, uh, kind of traveling around oh, different places. But mm-hmm. uh, I know we had a family uh, who went to, over to Germany. Um, uh, the tasks, the because uh, uh, he's he's from Germany, mm-hmm. and when they traveled over there uh, for vacation a couple weeks ago, uh, they said they listened. So we got oh, a, that's good. So we had a German uh, connection. Yeah, very yeah. cool. I think we have almost a hundred listens in Europe. So wow, so thank good. you. Uh, to our uh, our brothers and sisters across the pond, mm-hmm. it's been it's been fun. So and it's been interesting to hear some people's feedback too. Right. So um, if you want to send us some feedback, whether uh, you want to put the email link on the whatever the notes. Yes. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> not the not the liner notes. That's for <laughs> that's for records, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. This is where it's technically out of my scope of hey, <laughs> ability. It's good. It's good. But uh, yeah, one year, and it's been it's been good. So I know we didn't get a birthday cake uh, today. We did we, we should have. We'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe a cupcake. We'll we'll, we'll get something. But uh, speaking of cooking, we did uh, last Deacon Bob and I last Friday. We got together and had a little campfire, and um, did a little cooking. What do we What did we cook? We did bratwurst, and which were very good, which were very tasty. And then we did um, baked beans and apple. What was it? Apple, apple cobbler. 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 So we tried, uh, um, my dad got me a Dutch oven for Christmas last year, so I figured I needed to, for some reason, just this last summer, we didn't we didn't do any fires, so I figured I needed to use it within a year <laughs> before, before next Christmas. But it was a good opportunity. It was a perfect fall night, and we did an apple cobbler. And, you know, just sometimes you think things will just fall together and... We had kind of enough planning, but not really. <laughs> but I think it was like the test kitchen. So it was like the first run. It was. So. It was. So the apples, well, I got Honeycrisp apples. I don't know if those were the recommended um, apple of choice. But uh, probably probably not cooked enough a little bit. Probably could have used maybe 20 more minutes. Yeah. It was cold outside too, though. So the the coals didn't quite get it get it hot enough. No. But I heated up the leftovers and uh, the microwave and threw some... Uh, Oatmeal on top, you know, like the Quaker fast oh, yeah. oatmeal. Yeah. It yeah. has sugar and everything else in it. Right. So it was good. My wife and I had it for breakfast the next morning. So nice. it was pretty tasty. 
Well, if there's any apple pie uh, bakers out there, if you want to email us what the correct apple to use would be for uh, a cobbler, uh, these two hombres would, would like to know. We'll appreciate it for the next time we try yeah. cooking cobbler outside. So, but hey. But it was fun. Yeah. Was you know, you always, especially in this world of, uh, of, of the Food Channel and, and Pinterest and all this stuff, you can always compare like what you have, what you've cooked you know, to like, you know, the ideal, yeah, <laughs> beautiful, picturesque kind of thing. Do you, when you're cooking, do you ever get like the picture in your head what it should look like? And oh, then I mean, every, every time. Never. It's either <laughs> right on or it's way off the mark. Right. Well, and you actually, you saved me too, right? What do you, we were going <laughs> to, we were going to use, uh, I needed baking oh. powder. Yeah. And you had and baking I bought soda? baking soda. So, <laughs> so yeah. that would have, that would have made it, uh, that would have made it very different. So. Indeed. <laughs> so, so apparently there's a difference between baking soda and baking powder. But, oh yeah, I mean the ideal is always, mm-hmm. you know, much better, much better in your mind. I'm sure you have probably had, probably had some Boy Scout camp cooking stories. I remember is we tried to make peanut brittle one time and they had to take home the pot that we made it in and use a sander to get the burnt sugar off nice. the inside. <laughs> was was not one of our more stellar moments. Beautiful. But. It was a try, you know. I yeah. think that's that was the best part. Yeah, but yeah, just thinking about um, you know our cooking and and the one year of the podcast, which is really cool. The the website we use, you know, kind of gives us week to week stats. Uh, we can see you know how many listens we've gotten and and from where. And but I think we were just talking about it. You know, we just kind of realizing this reality of comparison. You know, we can often be very comparative. Uh, as human beings, well, first we're observational, right? Mm-hmm. We we observe um, things around us, differences between us and other people, you know, certainly ideals we have for ourselves, uh, our lives, our families, our our sports, or you know, whichever. And we can be we can be pretty comparative um, at different times. Do you think you think that's a good thing, a helpful thing, or not a good thing? Um, I think it's a a natural thing. So, like, yeah. if you and I go skiing. Um, I'm going to not be so good, and you're going to be snowboarding really well, and that's just the way it is, you know? Yeah. You haven't seen me snowboard, though. Um, or if I go <laughs> golfing with Father Eric, he's really, really good, and yeah. I'm lucky to hit it past, like, the farthest tee. Um, yeah. And that's just natural. I mean, it's yeah. a natural thing that happens. We see somebody's better at something than we are. Right, right. Yeah, one um, one quote I came across a number of years ago that's really kind of stuck with me. I don't know if I've shared it on the podcast before, um, but uh, I believe it's by, uh, by Teddy Roosevelt. And he said, comparison uh, is the thief of joy. Comparison is the thief of joy, which is kind of revealing to me. And I, I heard it just at a particular time in my life. I don't know what I was going through at the time, but it just kind of stuck with me. And... You know, I think it's just it's just very true that even though we are kind of naturally comparative, uh, even though I'd say that's probably more a result of the fall, you know, of of, of Adam and Eve. You know, before the, the whole apple thing, you know, we weren't we weren't of apples. Yeah, speaking, speaking, wow, this is all tying together. You know, all tying together, full circle. You know, before the apple thing, you know, we we didn't compare. You know, we just were able to. Mm-hmm. I mean, so so Adam was in the garden. He observed the animals. He observed this or that, and and he was with Eve. But it wasn't like this me versus you thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just an us thing. And um, so there, there wasn't. You know, we're we're meant to not compare. I think, in a real sense. And if 
because we're meant for joy. And a lot of times we know if we find ourselves being comparative with someone else or something else or with some ideal we have for ourselves that may not be reality, it can be not really a joyful thing. When I was teaching in high school as a campus minister, um, I would work a lot with the school psychologist. And a lot of times when kids were having a difficult time, it was past my ability level, I would get the school psychologist involved. And one line that she used a lot that stuck with me was, we are really good at observing. We are really bad at interpreting what we see. Right. And I think that's where comparison is just normal. It's when we interpret it that my uh, self-esteem depends Mm -hmm. on if I'm better or worse than you. Yeah. 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 And I I like that. I like that idea and that quote. And I think what what does come first is the observation. But then it's like, what do we do with it? Mm -hmm. Right. So it's either it either moves to comparison or we could just receive it as it is and be able to rejoice in the good thing about the other person to rejoice in the good thing about the ideal that we have versus just the like kind of being hard on ourselves about the thing that isn't yet. Right. Or may not ever be, you know, uh, in some in some sense. And when you think about kids that are in school, the comparison is really natural there. Right. You know, somebody's better at math than I am or somebody's better at music than I am. Right. But we forget, what am I good at? And I know that parents are always trying to encourage their kids, um, you might not be good at this, but you're good at this. And right. somehow we need to translate that into adult language as well. Yeah. And I think one area, too, that we really struggle with comparison is uh, is the whole reality of social media. Um, that, you know, there's nothing inherently wrong with social media, uh, even though it's been created to be highly addictive, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, see The Social Dilemma, I believe, on Netflix mm-hmm. for more. But, you know, it's not inherently wrong, but we do approach it with ourselves, right? Our imperfect selves. And so often, you know... And, People post the best of themselves right on social media. I mean, I would admit I don't post, you know, the times when I'm angry or sad or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just just the normal things or just like when I brush my teeth or have a bad hair day. <laughs> you know, people don't post those kinds of things. No, you always see the picture of the family on the beach, everybody smiling. Look at these fun things I'm doing with these fun people mm-hmm. and, you know. You don't see the, the breakdown the kid had right before the picture, you know. Right, right. Um, we were talking about a family wedding one time. And this dad came up to me and said, look at this beautiful picture of my entire family all together. He goes, 10 minutes before this picture, we took this picture, all hell broke loose. And everybody's mad at everybody else. Right. <laughs> Which I think is a really good snapshot of humanity. It's like, right. although we can fight and, and not be happy, our role is still to be part of the team and part of the family. Yeah. Totally. So I think tying this into, you know, just our... Uh, our faith and the, the scriptures, and particularly um, the early church and, and St. Paul, that I came just kind of thinking about this, I came across this you know, line from 2 Corinthians. So, you know, the church is coming together at this time, and St. Paul is traveling around to all the early church communities and um, supporting them, you know, calling them out. He, he, he's, he's trying to lead and guide, you know, the early church. And in 2 Corinthians 10, he says, not that we dare to class or compare ourselves with some of those who recommend themselves, but when they measure themselves by one another and compare themselves with one another, they are without understanding. 
so a little context too like i think you said like two chapters after this you know paul gives us this image of uh the body of christ Mm -hmm. right that we are that we are one body and that within the body we have this temptation to be uh, to be comparative but but what paul's saying is you know they are without understanding (laughs) you know we can we can compare ourselves with another person but it doesn't actually give us a, a real understanding of ourselves and or what is most true about ourselves. Well, and I think St. Paul was dealing with that in his community, where some people felt they were more spiritual than other people or their gifts were better than other people. And St. Paul's big line is, all these gifts come from the Spirit. And if I'm fighting with you or you're fighting with me, we're not being like the body where everything works together for good. Right. Right, and even just in the, in the image of a body, you know, a body is one thing, right? It's um, yes, there are different parts, but it's um, it's one it's one thing, and so in a body, you, I mean, there isn't an us versus them thing. Mm-mm. It's not a me versus you. It's it's just an us. And I think in sports that comes across, whether it's one part of the team fighting with the other part of the team, they, that team always loses. You know, it's until they come together with. Each one of our gifts are important, that no one gift is better. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's when they start winning. Yeah, because if the linebacker is trying to be the wide receiver, mm-hmm. you know, is trying to be the quarterback, is trying to be, you know, the field goal kicker, we all can't try to be one another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just that's that, that's a team that's not going to work very well. No. So, and, and the Browns they, played well last weekend. So They you know, did. They 40, <laughs> 41 to 10 or something. So yeah. they, were, they, were, they were playing as a team. I don't know, Odell, you know, after his departure, things uh, seem to come together, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really sure what the cause of that one was, but I do think as soon as they figure out that they're a team, that's when you win. Right. Because I think comparison can sometimes foster jealousy, and when jealousy falls into place, then then nothing works. Yeah, jealousy um, and resentment and anxiety, yeah, things that really can just wreak havoc within us and mm-hmm. uh, and again can steal our joy which 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 we're meant for and I think on the adult level sometimes that happens at work or it happens in families where you compare yourself to somebody else or it happens in church you know like my family does not have all the same colored clothes on sitting in a row in the right. bench my kids right. are like hanging from the lights that there's we don't know what all these other people have gone through before right. they came and sat down. Right. Yeah, and it really, when we live our lives by comparison, really makes it a roller coaster, <laughs> you know, from just moment to moment. Do you like roller coasters? I do not. Okay. <laughs> I, I do. I do, I do actually. Um, I, don't, I don't think I need life to be a roller coaster, but... <laughs> well, and, what I, and I haven't done much social media. I have two experiences. One, when we've been videotaping masses. And then the second one was this podcast. So I found myself like almost addicted to what's the numbers this week? You know? Right. Oh, no. Mass only like got 400 people. It didn't get 503. Right. You know? Right. It it was just a bizarre experience. Yeah. And then week to week, you're just like relying upon Mm -hmm. what you want to be. Yeah. (laughs) And then when it's not, you know, and it's, it's it's a superficial thing. Like, what are the numbers of the podcast? Like... I mean, we do this because we want to be faithful to what God wants us to do, mm-hmm. you know, not because we want to have the best podcast out there, you know. Well, and we want to do our best, but right. Um, 
in, in, in regards to popularity. Like, right. you know, we don't do this for the sake of, yeah. you know, we want to be, when we want to be, you know, Father Mike Schmitz, you know, yeah. in the, in or, or the Catholic guy who's got way more than we do. So. Right. Yeah. And that's good. I mean, we, we do what God's called us to do. And I think that's the whole, the whole thing of second Corinthians 10 and then the 12 about the body. And then it just goes right into 13. Do I, you know, um, Love is gentle, love is patient, right. love, love is kind, kind, that we should do all things out of love. That should be where we get our satisfaction and our authentic uh, spirituality from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think, um, I think the important thing with comparison, to kind of just uh, bring a point to it, is that we're observational. We can't help but be observational, mm -hmm. right? We're going to observe things about other people and about the ideal. But I think instead of um, giving into comparing, strive to rejoice. You know, strive to rejoice in in the thing and the other person. Um, think about. I think one thing you're. I think one of your great gifts is being able to relate um, um, to kids and having a childlike heart. You know, um, sometimes you know coming from seminary world and and all the things, my mind can be full of you know of big ideas and everything. But I think you do a really good job at speaking um, speaking to the kids. You know, and um, in a way that I mean, I can strive to do, but I think it's something natural, just about uh, about your way of being. And um, I don't know, it's something I've just noticed is it's just really good. Oh, thanks. And I think one nice thing about this podcast is, like, I'm 64, and you're 29. 20, 29, 30, um, 30 in February. So you're really good at like thinking globally about a subject, and I'm really better at thinking just about what's happening right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and you've got the enthusiasm of youth, and I've got a little bit more of the wisdom of everything's going to be okay. You right. know? And, and I remember being your age and knowing I'm going to set the world on fire and life will be totally different after I've been around. And you kind of learn that, that God works for each of us in different ways. And God's going right. to do what God's going to do, and we just have to hold on for the ride. Yeah, but I think that's what makes our our podcast work and our friendship work is we yeah. aren't both the same, right? And you can receive where the other person is at, mm -hmm. you know, too. Yeah, um, that's just that's an important thing to not try to be someone else and to rejoice in who you are and rejoice in who they are. I so. had a friend that I worked with at Lake Catholic, and his big line—he was a, a unique individual—and his big line to the kids was. I'm not strange. I'm just not you, <laughs> which I thought was kind of cool. It's like once the kids understood where he was coming from, yeah. then he was like this this icon of coolness. Yeah. Um, but it's that initial uh, observation that leads us to interpreting things incorrectly or inaccurately yeah. that gets us in trouble. Indeed. Um just to, so now that we've acknowledged the struggles, like how do we how do we get out of it, right? How do we how do we help ourselves to not compare? I, I did look up an article online, um, uh, not not a religious context, but just kind of like dealing with comparison. I'll put it in the put it in the uh, the, sh the show notes. I mm -hmm. believe that would be the technical term, the show notes. You know, they, they had just some tips for dealing with comparison. Uh, you know, uh, awareness. You know, be, being aware that you are comparing. Stop yourself. So just mm -hmm. because you uh, are comparing doesn't mean you need to continue doing so. Uh, so really, you know, just acknowledging it and rejecting that thought or that that idea. Focusing on your strengths. So what what is good uh, good about us? You know, really and truly, 
Uh, and we can, and the hard thing is we can downplay our strengths when we are comparing. So, uh, but to really rest in that, to be okay with imperfection, that we're not going to be perfect. We're not going to do everything great all the time. Um, but if we're striving to do good, uh, we're try striving the best, that's, that's what counts. And then I think, um, you know, the last one on a spiritual plane would come from later in Paul's uh, reading where he says, whoever boasts should boast in the Lord. So that there are th real good things about us um, and they're not superficial things. They're not just points of our personality or our gifts or our abilities or our talents. Like certainly those are good things, but there are deeper things to rejoice in. Namely that just we exist we're beautiful creations of God and we're his sons and daughters. And and ultimately, I think that's what Paul wants us to to boast in and to rest in. Mm -hmm. um, because that's never going to change and that's always going to be true, you know, no matter what we're going through. So, All right, and I should have looked up the reference number before we started. It's 1 Corinthians 12 and 13. Okay. Um, so I don't know if you can put that in the show notes. I will. Um, and that might be a, a really good place. So if you're struggling with jealousy or you're struggling with comparison, go back and read 1 Corinthians 12 and 13. Yeah. Um, how, do we, how do we know that some people are better at something than others, but we're all in this together? Yeah. And that if we're not living out of love, then whatever the talent we have is just pretty much useless. Yeah, yeah. For, for, we're merely using it for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Not going to make us very happy. Right. So... Yeah, and with those chapters too, praying with them, you know, not just right, not just reading with them, but like ask, ask God, like, show me where in my life, you know, you have to speak to me in this, in this, in this way, you know, see, you know, which of which of these verses or phrases pops out, you know, kind of sticks sticks with you. Um, are there any moments from your life that kind of come to your mind? Like that's God speaking through, through things too. So make sure we take it to prayer too. And, um, and ask God what he thinks, ultimately, mm -hmm. again, because that's going back to God and asking what he thinks uh, about us. Uh, because he is a good father, uh, he will always tell us things that are true. So, And that's a dangerous question. Show me what I need to learn from this scripture reading or from this experience. Right. Because sometimes that's not what we want to see or hear. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I have to do this a little differently. So, yeah. Yeah. That's good. All right. Well, there we go. Um, comparison, one year um, of podcasts. So who knows where this next year will go? What mm -hmm. uh, what topics we'll have? I know we're gonna we're gonna be including some of the kids' uh, responses in there too. Uh, That'll be fun here soon. So uh, so stay tuned for exciting twists and turns <laughs> on the uh, Coffee Conversations podcast. So all right. Well, uh, as we do, close up with a prayer. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Good and gracious God. Uh, we thank you uh, for the gift of this podcast. We give you thanks uh, for the gift of, of one year uh, of conversations that have been uh, life-giving and uh, faith-inspiring. We ask you to be with us today, no matter where we are, uh, that you may bless us with your love and with your presence. May you continue to bless this podcast uh, and all those who will uh, listen to it and receive from it, uh, that may, they may know uh, of the truth of the gospel and of your love, which is always present to them. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody, have a good day. Uh, enjoy. Go bake an apple pie <laughs> or something. <laughs> yep. And uh, know God created you the way you're supposed to be and live that in love. It's all good. God bless everybody. All right, have a good week.